This episode of The Rebound was recorded earlier this week before Super Mario Run came out, but we talk about it with a lot of anticipation, so you're going to enjoy it. I'm not even in the whole episode, but I'm here, and I'll be here again, don't worry. But folks, the most important thing to know about this episode of The Rebound isn't that Dan Morin isn't on it either and that John Armstrong fills in, no. The most important thing that you should know right now is that Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. We talk about Mac Weldon Weldon on this show all the time. Why? Because they sponsor the show a lot. Why? Because we sell a lot of Mac Weldon. Why? Because we tell you it's awesome, you believe us, and you buy it. I have heard from lots of people on the old internet saying, hey, you talked about Mac Weldon so much, I bought it, and it's great. Because it is great. They have amazingly cool boxers, t-shirts, hoodies, all kinds of socks, sweatpants, the most comfortable of which you'll ever wear. It's the most comfortable stuff you're ever going to wear. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. None of that fake synthetic antimicrobialness means they eliminate odor. They're so comfortable, and they're so confident that they're comfortable. If you don't like your first pair, you can keep it. They'll send it. I'll send you a refund, no questions asked. So here's what you do. Go to Mac. Weldon.com. Get 20% off using the promo code REBOUND. Again, it's M-A-C-K, Weldon.com. 20% off using promo code REBOUND. Let's turn things over to John Moltz and John Armstrong. I had some things to talk about. Yeah? Okay. Some tech things? Or do you just want to talk about Rogue One? Um, well, I would love to talk, talk about Rogue You know what? I mean, we should... I mean, Rogue One... I'm seeing it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. So, uh, do you have plans to see Rogue One? Well, yet? I don't have tickets at this time. John Armstrong. Uh, hi. Just to, just to explain, yeah, hey. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan is traveling mm-hmm. currently, and um, and Lex, Lex is in meetings or He's something. Trapped. He missed his bus, actually. <sighs> right. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. So we got it's John and John. That's right. Hey. Just so there won't be there won't be any confusion. No confusion today. Yeah, I hope I can. I just hope I but can. But do live you up to do you, so? Do you have tickets to Rogue One? I don't. One no? I do not have tickets to Rogue One, and okay. yet, um, I'm traveling to see my kids this week to bring them back to New York at the end of next week. So I am in a kind of a weird. It's like, do I wait and just don't see it until we're all together? But I don't come mm-hmm. to New York until the 23rd. So it's you know blended family. I don't know. I'm really torn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really torn. But I'm flying Sunday. It, it seems like the kind of movie you're going to want to see twice. Anyway, sure. I mean, I saw, I saw Force Awakens, Force Awakens, an embarrassing number of times in the theater. <laughs> it's not embarrassing. Including twice in an IMAX theater. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, when Star Wars, when Star Wars first came out, I saw it ten times in the theater. I had a friend. I remember. I saw it twenty times, I think, in the theater that yeah. summer of whatever. Yeah, it was. I mean, because back then they would just they would just play it again. Like, yeah. you know, it came out that summer, and then they played it again the next summer. Sure, why not? Nothing else to do. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were going to go to it. No so internet. Sure. <laughs> May as well go. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and you couldn't get. I mean, nobody had a VHS back no. then. Even. So, <laughs> no. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was a big deal. Um, yeah, so I was, but we um, we had trouble getting. I mean, we, we came close to not getting tickets. Um, I got them a couple of days ago now, and um, I was looking. I was like, well, okay, this Sunday afternoon, I think I got some time. So I so I was talking to a couple some friends and trying to find some seats. That so we we're on the back row. Oh my god, is <laughs> it's reserved seating? Okay, um, and so it's not, and it's not a huge. You know, it's they're big seats, and so it's not like. There's not that many in there. Mm. Um, and it was either there was the the front two rows were open and we sat in the front. We sat in like the second row one time. And it was awful. Oh, um, yeah. So we were like, OK, back row. 
Um, and it's it's back row all the way on the side too. <laughs> so it's not even like in the not middle. optimal back row. <laughs> but it, but there was the last. It was the last. Other than the front two rows, it was the last three seats together. Well, so you're going <laughs> with just dude friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro night out. A, br- a br- afternoon. Bra. <laughs> br- afternoon delight. <laughs> I guess so. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, John, uh, what's going on in the Mac yeah. world, like with tech and Apple and shit? <laughs> I suppose we should talk about that. Uh, um, yeah. So the the bunch of updates this week. Yeah, I'm running dropped. one of them right now. Oh. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know the watch was getting an update too. But then, but which is always a pain in the butt. Yes, when the watch gets an update because it has to be plugged in while you're yeah. Updating it, it takes much. I mean, it seems actually I haven't timed it recently. This one seemed faster than previous ones, but um, it still takes kind of a ridiculous amount of time. I think to update the yes, watch. Yes, it does. I think uh, the I I still have my original watch, which I wear all the time. Yeah, so but I don't believe I, I've done the. Let's see, did I do the update? I don't think I did the latest update. There were some concerns about bricking, yeah. wasn't there? And so, but that was with On the newer one, watches, the one that, right? That came out this week. Yeah, something about Apple the, the, pulling um, an update. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. Where is it? Uh, it was on Mac Rumors, and it was that they were pulling the update because of bricking fears or something, or I don't know. It was in the Apple News app, which is in my phone, which is not on my person at this time. You can just edit this all out. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I swear to God, I saw it. They were like. You know that problem with that news app is. You I did not there see. There we go. It. Apple yeah, oh, yeah. Watch. Apple pulls. Yeah. Yep. Apple pulls watch OS three dot one dot one update after bricking complaints. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's on the. Did not happen to me. It went fine. Actually, it went. And like I said, I think it went faster than previous ones have gone. Um, but. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I have not updated yet. Interesting. Yeah, I guess, Well, I guess not. Mm-mm. I mean, Mm-mm. I guess there's and and is it is it still unavailable? Well, let's see. So this was yesterday. Yeah. Hmm. Don't know. I I can't test because my phone yeah. is not on my person. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I guess I guess. Uh, However, and to watch for and better news, you scored yes. something that I'm a little jealous. Yeah. About maybe, <laughs> I yeah my the timing was was good for me. Um, so yesterday morning, finally, mm-hmm. the uh, AirPods were released for sale or pre pre order. Mm. Um, and actually, you know, I don't know if any of them sh- were shipping immediately. Um, but I woke up and saw that, and 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 it like people were saying it on Twitter, like and they did like six minutes before I read that so i immediately got on and ordered a pair um just from the apple store app on the on my phone and uh they're supposed to get here the 21st just in time so before just in time for christmas although i may just open them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> screw christmas just open them. I, this one i haven't decided if this is like is this a christmas <laughs> gift or just a thing i'm getting or if it's a christmas if it needs to be a christmas gift for myself mm, mm. so we'll i've got a few days to decide <laughs> Um, yeah, week. So Apple also said that the Beats X, which is a, this is their Beats kind of Bluetooth in-ear version Mm -hmm. of the AirPods, right? It's the Beats version with the W1 chip that they're delaying that two to three months now. 
What's up with the yeah. W1 yeah. chip? So I don't know. They must have. I, I'm guessing supply constraints or yeah, something. Yeah, I think that's like the. Maybe they can't. I'm guessing that's the issue. It's just a. Uh, yeah, they don't have enough of them. Right, like a silicon um, problem. Maybe. Yeah, I mean that's like that's what happened to the watch initially. Remember, like the the um, uh, the haptic right. engine. They they were getting from two different factories, and one of them turned out to be. Um, they all turned out to be bad. That's right. So they had to had to just like basically throw all those, the ones from <laughs> just that into the garbage can. <laughs> they put them in that um, you know that hole in Arizona. Et right next to the et cartridges. All the yeah. I think so. Didn't somebody? Didn't they dig that up again? Isn't that gone? Now, I, think I think so. I think they dug it up to recycle. I it. think they took it but away. They filmed I think it, they right? Did, so it was a documentary, they... right? Like, a... I think so. Yeah, I can't. Remember. I don't. I didn't follow it very. I mean, I you know, I never played that game, or I never would have been interested in playing that game at the time. I don't think, but yeah, <laughs> it's one of those. I um, I think there was a movie legendary. Um, game over. Two thousand fourteen. Uh, that was the name of the documentary. Okay. About okay. the making of ET, the game for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, which was atrocious. Uh, and the story behind that game is actually kind of interesting if you're into that kind of thing, uh, the vintage world. And, Did you have one of those? Uh, I had um, a Twenty Six Hundred. Yes, like the... I had a Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah. And um, my favorite game was I had River Raid, and I bought a special joystick for that game because I janked the other the stock joystick. I played it so hard. <laughs> Uh, and also Ms. Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man was pretty good on the 2600. Like they figured out some kind of memory paging thing with it and they could like, the animations were much better than the original Pac-Man that they released, which is like the weirdest acid trippiest Pac-Man ever. <laughs> I did not have, I that whole um, era passed me by somehow. I mean, we had a really crappy uh, TV console when like in the 70s like in the mid 70s mm. and um and then we i you know i never got anything again until i got like my first mac in 1990 wow that was the and then i played games on that and then i never got a console until the wii came. wow that's quite a yeah. long time i yeah i got i had nephews who were into the they had a sega genesis they had the super nes and like the nes and the uh-huh. super nes and then the sega genesis and I don't think they got the whatever the one after the Genesis was that the the um the disc the like CD or whatever it was the multimedia mm-hmm. CD-ROM, um, but uh, then there was the N64 and the GameCube. I had the N64. That was my first console that I purchased as a grown-up myself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised my nephew wasn't into any of that. Um, although he was like, he was a big sports mm. kid at that age, and so and then he got into. Uh, I think they got a, they got an Xbox and a Wii later, um, and so I think maybe that was when I started getting a little bit interested in it and thinking, thinking about it. And then, and I had never played, I had not played a single Mario game until, um, we got the Wii. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mario, isn't the Mario, by the way, speaking of Mario, isn't there uh, the Mario Runner thing happening soon? Isn't that coming out this yeah. week? Yeah. 
couple of days, I think. Wasn't it supposed to come out the 16th? I think so. Let's... Um, we can check that. Mm-hmm. We'll send that to the to the the people in fact check mm-hmm. to the department. Yeah, it's saying in December. I think I'm not seeing it uh, in any of my usual. Oh, hang on. Well, if you go, if you, I think if you go into the uh, the app store and go to the page, doesn't it say? Hmm. Again, like a dummy. Yeah, it just says coming soon, yeah. but I thought it was the same. I thought it was in a couple of days. Um, and so this now, the but it's, there's a controversy about this, too, because apparently it, it needs a, it has to have a connection all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, so it has to be, so, which is crazy because it's like, so it's not going to work, like if you have an iPad or if you have an iPod Touch and you're not on Wi-Fi, it's not going to work. That seems <laughs> but, weird. Yeah. That. Yeah, like if your, your kid's on a plane and, oh, sorry, kid, you can't play uh, Super Mario Run. Yeah. Wi-Fi's down, kid. Can't, can't do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to, not going to spring the 40 bucks or whatever it is for the go-go Wi-Fi so you can play your game. Well, here's the thing is there's Super, okay, so Super Mario Run, huh, It it's showing, but... I don't know. Can you actually get it? No. Okay. No, you can't get it okay. yet. You can get notified. Right. Okay. So I, I, I already, I already hit the, mm. you know, notify me when it's available button, um, which is, you know, probably it is basically meaningless because, I, you know, it'll be <laughs> <laughs> everyone I follow on Twitter will be talking about it when it comes out. So. Okay. It's not like it's going to be a surprise. So that we got that to look forward to, this week. Yep. But yeah, and supposedly, um. Um, Minecraft for the um, Apple TV is coming before the end of the year too, but I haven't heard anything about that. How is that going to work? Yeah. So it's basically um, it's the it, it's the pocket edition. Okay. But for the um, but moved to the Apple TV, which is which is kind of good, which is you know good and bad because you can't do some of the stuff that you can do in the yeah. um, the platform versions, but uh, you will be able to play anybody who has an iOS device. That's cool. So you can, yeah, yeah. theoretically you'd be able to. Yeah, I mean, so the multiplayer stuff should be, should be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know if it shows just one. I bet it's just showing one person though on the screen. Oh. And whoever's on the, you know, on the iOS device is just looking at their screen. But still, still. I mean, we will definitely be, we will definitely be getting it. We basically, we have, we have, um, we have Minecraft for pretty much every platform that we have. <laughs> Do you ever um, play against each other in, you know, like, like you're one of you's on the iPad, the other's on a laptop or a phone? Um, well, you can't. No, you can't do that. Okay. Because the desktop version is different. I see. So those games don't bridge. Um, but you, you know, like iPad, iPhone, we we do that um, often. Nice. Okay. Um, and actually, we you know we have been playing um, the new Plants vs Zombies, the the card game. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, which we both like. Lex doesn't seem to like it for some reason, but um, I think it's I think it's because he just wanted a, another Plants vs Zombies game. <laughs> and this is this is a completely different gameplay. I mean, it's a it's a card game um, basically, and 
Uh, but Hank and I like it and we've been playing it like crazy. And, and then for some reason he can't, now he can't, I think there's something every once in a while, his network settings get screwed up. So I think we have to like zap all of his, his preferences and start over or reinstall the game maybe. Um, because he can't connect, he can't play network games now for some reason. He can play individual, mm. but not network games. So <sighs> when we get it, once he gets, I think, you know, when we get to the end of the week and he is out of school, um, we'll have more time to do that. Yeah, oh, like the break, you mean the holiday break? You'll yes. have some time to troubleshoot. Yeah. 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 So did you, did you update to Sierra? I is did. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on my, on the machine I'm talking to you on. I updated yesterday. Pretty seamlessly. I haven't had any issues. Um, the only real Sierra thing I've had, um, I do as a kind of a hobby, I do music. And um, some of my plugins were not compatible with Sierra. And I have not seen a fix yet for those. I've seen some janky, like, go into your terminal and, you know, change this thing in a P list, mm. blah, 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 you know, nerd, nerd, nerd. Yeah. And, um, uh, I didn't want to do it. I just uh, wasn't. I don't want to. Yeah, no. <laughs> just fix your plugin. You know, and I typically I have this like there's a. I don't spend a lot of money on plugins, but what happens is is you buy one and then you get like a super killer deal. <laughs> you're the guy who made me spend. You're the guy who made me spend like. Or, or no, did you buy that for me? You bought me that like 150 dollar plugin for recording. <laughs> I think it was a like, hundred bucks. It was like 119 or something like that. <laughs> and actually, it's a great plugin. You spend more than I spend. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's the only one I've ever recommended someone else get just because of the, okay. the, if you do a lot of recording, it's called Nectar Elements, I think, or something like that. Nectar yeah, something or other. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, so there's like, there's like a professional one too. Yeah. Right? And I have the, I ha- it's funny cause I've got that one and then they gave me this crazy, uh, price for the real one and the real one works with, um, Audio Hijack. I think the, the other one does too, actually, the, the. The, yeah, it does, and yeah. so it does things like EQ yeah. and whatever, whatever. I'm doing it. I'm doing it there right now. There you go. But um, as a matter of fact, compression, like it, it, it's a great plugin. Actually, it has a lot, lot going for it, but uh, it can be a little daunting to run, um, and it's expensive. Yeah. You yeah. know, we spent we spent like a year configuring these things before. <laughs> a lot of testing. We finally got it right. Of, I think if I if I lived near you, it would have taken like 20 minutes, right? I mean, we would have like done some tests. Okay, boom, save the setting. There you go, done. Um, so, you know, anyway, um, that's the only real thing I've had a problem. I, my watch opens my, my uh, laptop all the time. I've never had an issue with that. So it, it's done that since you upgraded to Sierra as opposed to just in the last update? Yeah, totally. I, the entire time I've been on Sierra, okay. I've had, the only time it won't is when you reboot and you have to like do your password manually. But once you're yeah. in, yeah, right. it's been fantastic. Like, oh, well, I, cause I got, you know, I got this MacBook Pro, couple weeks ago okay. now yeah and um and and i you know it has the touch id thing which is very easy to use so uh, at first i was just like oh, i'm just gonna use the touch id thing and then i thought well let's see if i can get the watch thing working and it was just it was really slow really um logging in yeah it was just it was i mean and i was like what well, this is ridiculous so why would i i mean the, just like the first few times i tried it it was um obnoxiously slow and so i just said screw this i'm gonna go touch id um but then when this update came out yesterday i was like well they said that they're they've made it faster um so i'll try it again and actually it is much faster and so i'm i'm using it again now this morning so i i my work life is kind of nutty i have this uh late 2013 macbook pro and i dock it when i get to my 
office, uh, which is a co-working space in Brooklyn. And so I have a vertical hinge dock, which I think we talked about last time I was on the show. And so Mm -hmm. because of that, I have an external keyboard and it's a, it's a Logitech Bluetooth. That's the white version. That's the Mac approved one. Something, something 750, I think is whatever. Anyway. And so um, what happens is I'll dock my machine and it takes a while for it to go, okay, there's two external monitors and here's the Bluetooth thing. And there's a bunch of hard drives I got to talk to, blah, 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 blah. And this morning, by the time all that was done, which was maybe 10 seconds, I'd walked over to hang out my coat. I came back and by the time I sat down, I looked at the screen and it said, Apple Watch unlocking and my screen was up as my butt hit the seat. Mm. So I didn't really have to wait at all. <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty And I also have it set to be yeah. a screensaver that you have to unlock with a password when I walk away. Because there's sometimes, you know, if you're working for clients that have NDA stuff, right. you want to, you know. Yeah. So I'll, I'll yeah. kick it into screensaver mode just because it's plugged in and I don't want anyone to see my work sometimes. So I'll go, right. you know, I'll go, I'll go get a drink of water or something, come back. And it, I, I've never had an issue. I don't think I maybe had yeah, one okay. issue one time, right. but that's it. It's been great. Love it. Cool. So, so yeah, I mean, between that, so the other thing that I've done is I, you can configure some of the, you know, the, the always present buttons on the touch bar. And I have, um, I took the Siri one away and put lock in its place. So if I want to, oh. you know, step away, um, I just tap the lock. Nice. I mean, I work at home, so it's not like, I mean, <laughs> the only thing that's ever going to be a problem is if the kid comes by. <laughs> right. Or if I, or, you know, if I leave the house and I leave the computer, like, you know, I, I always lock the computer when I leave the house because if somebody breaks in, I don't want them to have complete access to, mm-hmm. you know, everything. So, so those are the two, the two. It's instances. when you would need to <laughs> lock your lock. So <laughs> threats from inside the house and from outside the house. <laughs> are you, I was going to ask you about this. Um, I'm seeing rumblings about this tech leadership meeting with Trump. Wait, 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 wait. Before you guys start talking about uh, that, I would like to interrupt again, since you will not let me talk in this episode for some reason. Are you struggling, my friends, my listeners, my co-hosts, to find the perfect gift for someone who has it all? The answer is meat. The holidays are fast approaching. Get gifts for everybody on your list with a click of a mouse. It's the perfect gift. People will love it. Trust me on this one. You get to avoid the malls, lines, and crowds. Uh, it's Omaha Steaks, of course. Omaha Steaks sent a giant package to my house. Um, it was so good. And I'm telling you this from, from the sincere bottom of my genuine heart. Oh, my God. Unbelievably good. Omaha Steaks offers unique gifts for gourmet food lovers. It's a great steak experience at home. They have the most flavorful tender aged beef, plus seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, appetizers, pasta, soups, seasoning, sauces, and so much more. I liked every single thing in the package except for the veggies, and my wife loved the veggies. I didn't like not like the veggies because of Omaha Steaks. I don't like the veggies because I don't eat veggies. I'm a meatitarian. Why Omaha Steaks? They have over 500 gourmet gift ideas, the highest quality cuts and ingredients, one-of-a-kind flavor, convenient and quick shopping for everybody on your list. The meats are aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cuts and my god so good so good it's hand trimmed vacuum sealed online recipes offer wine pairings and so much more and right now 
Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners. Listen to everything you'll get for less than $50. They say to list all items, so I hope you guys are ready to strap in because, my goodness, look at this list. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, a 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha Steaks seasoning packet. Imagine, seriously for a second, and you get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Imagine you went to a restaurant and you said, hey, waiter, I'd like to order two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless Four chops, four bonus chicken breasts, four clubs, four burgers, 12 ounces of bacon, four potatoes of crown, four cabin appetizers, one seasoning. I don't know why you ordered a seasoning bag, whatever. And then you say, hey, you know what? Give me another four additional cabasa sausages. And they're like, okay, sir, your meal, or ma'am, your meal is $50. Your meal is less than $50. You would freak out. And that's what they're offering here. Go to omahasteaks.com. Go to the search bar, type in rebound. Omahasteaks.com. Enter a rebound in the search bar. Add the family gift pack to your cart. It's a 77% savings. They're basically giving it away. It's a gift guaranteed to be a hit, and it's delicious. Now you fellows can talk about this Trump summit. I based on kind of the handling of um, people who are in the running to be in the cabinet. I'm wondering. I can't imagine this is going to go well for any of these tech guys. I, I don't. I you know like no. Um, well, and, and you know, I mean, and people have have pointed out that all of his his meetings with people are basically just photo opportunities to make him seem like he's reasonable. And then he goes and does something horrible. Crazy, right? So, yeah, I mean, like, he's just, he's really just using the people that he's meeting with. <laughs> You're just a pawn. And you know, he met with, he met with, you know, he met with Kanye West. It's not like he's all of a sudden going to be like super concerned about uh, race relations. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, Kanye said, I wanted to talk to him about race relations. Like, mm-hmm. you know, good luck. Yeah. Have a nice, uh... <laughs> I bet you really got through. I'm glad everything's going to be okay Thanks, now. Thanks, dude. Did, uh, there's been some really uh, <laughs> wicked tweets about that, by the way. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know uh, Mike Montero, but um, he had a hilarious... <laughs> yes, I do. You remember when Kanye <laughs> said, uh, George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the tweet that I saw was, Kanye doesn't care about black people. So I thought that was... Black people, right. Ouch. Uh, I would never tweet yes. that myself. Um, no. However... Uh, I think a lot of people felt like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think with the, I don't know, like this tech, there's some real, like people are really concerned about this uh, tech meeting. And, um, you know, I'm guessing it's just going to be a big gloat session about how Thiel killed Gawker. Uh, but, um, cause didn't Peter mm-hmm. Thiel, he's the one who like, uh, invited everybody, right? Yeah. He donated like a million right. plus and he, dollars to some yeah. pro Trump pack. Mm-hmm. But he, he's yeah. the one who called this meeting, right? Or arranged it or invited people. Oh, did he? Okay. And, and yeah. I just, I got to wonder, you know, kind of, I guess the, the big thing for, in terms of this show would be do you think that um, Apple could ever produce phones in this country or assemble phones in this, manufacture phones in this country with robots? Uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> I mean not. You know, somebody else. There was another tweet that somebody else had, like, uh, you know, and it was like Trump at a rally, and Trump says, uh, you know, bringing jobs back to America, yay! Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to force Apple to make things in, in the United States, yay! iPhones are going to be five thousand dollars, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you could do that with the the Mac Pro, right? Because they're they're made on a much smaller scale, and um. It's a completely different kind of. It's also just a different device, but uh, it's just the the number of iPhones that they make. There's that's just not. And 
it's there's a, there's a whole host of reasons why it wouldn't work. I mean, machinery is one, um, but also just like I mean the 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 way that whole um, environment is inst- is structured over there. Uh, in, there's a whole collection of support systems that support those factories, right? Um, from you know from labor to to uh, machinery to um, other kinds of infrastructure. I mean, even just like like getting things, you know, getting parts and things back and forth. And we don't have that here anymore. Right. I mean, because Walmart does, right? If you, if you are a supplier to Walmart, yeah, you well, have a thing, sure. in, you know, Bentonville, that's insane, right? That there's like every manufacturer, every major brand is there that, that supports or sells through Walmart, but that's different. Yeah. That's like a but marketing, like, you know, but like Shenzhen and Shenzhen, it's, it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole environment. It's not just a factory, you know, it's not yeah. just like, Oh, we have a factory here, and we have people that we put in the factory, and then everything happens. Uh, that's not that's not how it happens. I was listening to I think it was Mac Break, um, and they were saying like somebody said, and it was kind of a I don't know, like it struck me as odd, and I can't remember who said it, or maybe it was Upgrade. I'm not sure. It was it was one of the Mac shows, and um, that he was saying uh i don't want to misattribute this so just one of the hosts of one of those shows was saying that the, the, <laughs> somebody on a podcast we would have it. to uh maybe it was um snell jason snell like i just can't remember but um it was like the we need like a thousand years of evolution to get united states to get to a place where we could have enough people to build iphones in this country and yeah. then the other person was like well what about you know robot assembly which i guess is okay but I, from what i gather the phones are there's a lot of the phone assembly process that's handled by hand right like the final yeah, I mean, steps are hand yeah touched and like they're cleaned up yeah. by hand and everything yeah i mean there's you know M- mike daisy's mythical sure uh, person who who put this, put together so many uh, ipads but had never seen one turn never on. it was like magic <laughs> until everyone killed themselves and died <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, these, there are people who still work there. How long ago was that? Was that like two years ago, three years ago? Oh no, that was longer. Four. Than that. that was like five. Five years. Wow. Because I think that was, I think that wasn't that. That was before Steve Jobs died. Uh, that was five years ago. That was yeah. That was so. So what we're talking about, if you don't know, because we're off on a tangent <laughs> for the kids in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> the there was a um, monologuist who did a quote story that ran on this American yeah. life, which is an American PBS show and podcast. And, and they oh, treated it, it like it was this a news American story. Life. And right. He basically w- was not a news reporter. That wasn't his background. His background was writing monologues basically and right. telling stories. Right. And so, yeah, they kind of did some research on the story and people were like, that's not true. This didn't happen. That didn't happen. And so there was this, Right. Then they went. Uh, this American Life went back in and investigated and found all these like that, that the stories were kind of not a hundred percent, and there was a lot of embellishment, and it caused this ripple about Apple's uh, and and not just Apple but other com- uh, companies as well that, that built yeah. into China. There, how, yeah. how how they hired, who they were hiring, how they um, sort of policed the the their contractors in order to you mm-hmm. know have. Decent yeah, I mean, there's a, you know, like there's there's truth underlying a lot of it, right? right. I mean, and it wasn't like, um, you know, it, you know, it's it's it, it, in a very real way, it was directionally correct. I mean, I think things are at least a little bit better now, um, but 
you know, ultimately he did make up right. <laughs> a lot of what he was right. like the the specifics he made up most of the specifics. Right. Like there was there wasn't this person or whatever and a lot yeah. of the stories. And like, were... he like he had gone there, but he had like talked to one guy outside of the factory and had never actually gone in. Yes. Like that. That's right. Right. And then but he had made up this whole thing about going in. Right. So Yeah. yeah. But I don't think I yeah, yeah I, I just I yeah, I don't think Apple can build phones here. A, I just don't. We should put a we should put a break in here. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is a perfect idea. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. So I can get a word in edgewise. Videoblocks is a subscription-based stock media company that gives you unlimited access to premium stock footage everyone can afford. Videoblocks offers a great value with its unlimited download model. You get unlimited daily downloads from a library of more than 115,000 high-definition video clips, After Effects templates, motion backgrounds, and cinemagraphs. Audioblocks has a 130,000-plus library of music tracks, sound effects, and loops. On average, customers pay fewer, less than a dollar per download over the course of a year. Subscribers pay less than a dollar per download over the course of a year. That's pretty good. Some, it's the same content you would find on more expensive stock sites, but it's cheaper. You get a great variety of time-lapse, aerials, U.S. international locations, slow motion, nature shots, and more, and they're constantly, continuously adding new content to the library so it stays fresh. Everything is 100% royalty-free, even if your subscription has come to an end. It's royalty-free for both personal and commercial projects without additional licensing or fees. Videoblocks is offering our listeners a year subscription to both Videoblocks and Audioblocks for just $149. That's a $100 discount for our listeners only. Get your yearly subscription today for only $149 at videoblocks.com slash rebound2016. That's videoblocks, V-I-D-E-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash rebound2016 for this exclusive offer. Thanks to Videoblocks and Audioblocks for continuing to support The Rebound. So what else do we want to talk about? Um... I'm just gonna look at. There's a there, there's a fair amount of stuff in this update, uh, um, in the Sierra. In the, okay, update. let me. Go uh, some of it is seems like it's uh, it's MacBook Pro specific, which is good for me, right? Uh, but also the also the um, there's more explanation about how iCloud handles your documents if you turn on that that iCloud. Um, oh yeah, optimized storage alert system because we originally when it came out it was very opaque and yeah people were noticing that files were disappearing and it was like where did that go and it was just sort of like oh sierra thought you didn't need that yeah we just moved <laughs> um, it over here yeah but didn't explain to you that <laughs> that's what it would do i think um if you're a person that saves things on the desktop i could see where that would get into get you into trouble like if your desktop right. is littered with documents and folders yeah yeah I used to, you know, I mean, I can think of when, and I think some of it, I don't know if it has to do with just the change in monitors or, or what it is, but I can remember a time when I would have very neatly arranged desktop, um, and be very concerned about what my desktop image was because I would see my desktop a lot. Um, and that those days are completely, <laughs> completely gone. I mean, I don't, I mean, I have, I have, a. I think it's cause I have a, you know, just like I have browser windows open all the time. Yes. And taking up most of the screen. And so they, I never hide that. They never go away. And so I can, I just never actually see the desktop anymore. Well, other than in, you know, in a finder window where it's just a list of files that are on the desktop. Right. As you open a finder window and select the home folder and in, or whatever in the mm -hmm. sidebar, you choose desktop, which yeah. has always been kind of a yeah, weird 
thing for me that you would have. I mean, I love it because it's very helpful when you're trying to find something on the desktop that might be behind another yeah. icon or whatever. Um, What's weird now is so I I did turn on I turned on iCloud Documents, but I didn't turn on the um, whatever that that having it manage them. So I didn't turn on the optimized storage stuff. Um, so it won't it won't go through and try and delete things, but it does store the contents of my documents folder in and my desktop in iCloud. Uh, and because I found that was a much easier way to transfer files back and forth between my iPhone yeah. and my Mac because because AirDrop I could never get AirDrop to work correctly. I could get AirDrop to, to work with other people, just not myself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I couldn't send. Yeah, we were at a we were I was at a bar last night with Albert, and Albert was taking some pictures, and you know, and I just I all of a sudden, you know, it's like Albert McMurray would like to send you a yeah, file. Yeah, yeah. So he was just like sending me all these files, and it's great, right? It's amazing. It works amazing. Like yeah. my, me and my girlfriend yeah, do it, but all the I time. can't work. I can't get it to work between my. I mean, I, I haven't to to be fair, I haven't tried it with my new MacBook Pro, but it's just because I had such a lousy experience with it previously that I I feel like I've. Trying to get it to work between my phone and my Mac, I've given up. Do you do you find? I mean, are you a Dropbox user? Mm-hmm. So, how does iCloud yep. managing your documents folder compare for you? I don't, I don't, I do it too. I have, I have iCloud doing my stuff, and I have it actually. I think it's optimizing, and I haven't noticed the problem. I think it's. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think it's fairly similar now in a lot of ways. I mean, I never used, I always used Dropbox at sort of arm's length. So, I mean, you know, like it doesn't, it won't, it, I mean, I put many different kinds of files into Dropbox by default, but it wasn't, you know, it's not like my desktop or my documents folder, which are a little more sacrosanct to me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so this is a different, I feel like this is a different step. This is a further step in terms of that kind of syncing ability uh, or yeah, not ability. Cause it could, it could basically do the same thing, but just like what I'm willing to let it do. When I switched to a laptop, I had to use something. And so like any of my client work, uh, I would like, I do sort of, I'd work on the work local and then I would, output files to share if I had like, you know, here's a graphic or here's a video or whatever it was. Here's the share link for Dropbox. And then I'll back up the, um, I'll back up the, when I'm done, the project folder goes to Dropbox and to the client folder there. You know, my, my, my own client structure, client folder structure, mm-hmm. as well as onto my Drobo. So uh, okay. I had to start using Dropbox just to get files off, you know, if you do a video render or whatever, it can take up a lot of space and the projects get crazy. And yeah. So you, you yeah. can't have everything local. You have to have offline or near line yeah. or whatever storage. So. That was, that was the only, yeah, that was the only time. I mean, I'm, I'm mostly as someone who just writes, I mostly deal, deal with just text files. And then when I did that mine, you know, which is nothing, I mean, they're, so, right. they're so small. My storage needs were for a long time were, you know, I mean, uh, the only thing that I worried about store, storing were, you know, TV shows and movies that I was <laughs> right. watching. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then when I did that Minecraft book, we also did some videos that went along with it. Um, and I was just like, first of all, I was like completely unprepared um, yeah. for the 
horsepower that it needed. Yeah. I mean, because I was working, uh, you know, on that MacBook oh Air. Oh, God. And it was not, it was not going not well. I can imagine. Um, so, I was, so I finally, I had to move to um, my older MacBook Pro, <laughs> uh, which at the time was my son's. <laughs> so it's like, I was like, I gotta, I'm going to have to borrow this back for uh, a while. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it had, yeah. I mean, it, so it was two or three years older, three years older, um, but it had more RAM. And, and, uh, and, you know, there wasn't as, I wasn't using as much then. And it also, yeah, I had a much bigger disc, um, because the air was only 128 gigs. Yeah. So, and it was, so th- that had a spinning that I think that had a spinning, well, I had two. So it, it's got a, it's got a SSD in it. And, uh, I took out the, uh, CD drive and put in a extra, another, yeah. an extra drive. Um, so it had like a, I think it had like a 500 gig. Mm internal you know 128 and then also 500 so it had a lot it had a fair amount of room um but then yeah but then for a long time i was i was still storing those files that i had like all the the different um you know like the the initial capture that i had and then like the export into something that was you know that was what the uh the the book company wanted the format that they wanted in order to put it up on their website and those files were huge. Uh, and finally, I just trashed them like a few weeks ago. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> that's over now. I'm not. I don't need that. Okay. So has the speaking of Sierra has the yeah, battery? There's one big thing we need to talk remaining. About. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> has have you been bitten by that? Are you concerned about that? <clears throat> I don't know. I never used that indicator. Um, I always use percentage. Yeah. So, but I will, yeah, but I mean, I did notice when I, when this came up, I, I flicked into it a few times to, to take a look and, and I would, um, when I would unplug, I mean, so this is a laptop that's advertised as having 10 hours of battery life and you unplug it and that, you, you know, in the, in the previous, immediately previous version of Sierra to what I'm running now, it would say it's got four hours of battery life left. Right. It would say <laughs> X number remaining, doesn't right? seem... Yeah, it does not seem no. right. Um, <laughs> and so they just said, ah, screw it. We're pulling that for, with this update. We're just going to take it out. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, so the thing is, yes, which is t- <laughs> it's kind of stupid, right? I mean. <laughs> what did Gruber say? It's not, you know. It, it, <laughs> it's like being late for work and fixing it by breaking your watch. Yeah. <laughs> smashing right. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um <sighs> Yeah, I mean, apparently, but apparently, like, I mean, he, he were to follow up after that. Um, yes. And the part of the point is that it's not completely, it wasn't, it wasn't accurate. Right. right. Um, it never was. Because, like, he noticed he would, he it would say four hours, and then he'd use it for 45 minutes, and it would say five hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is it's a moving target, right? Because if you're just sitting there reading, yeah. or you're just, like, typing every once in a while, or, you know, like, you just have a text editor open, or you have, like, 40 tabs with video, you know, ads running and all of them. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you're like you know compiling something or you know doing video render, you're going to use a lot more battery than yeah. if you're just sitting there reading the internet. It's never been a thing for me because I don't use my my uh, laptop unplugged a lot. If I'm traveling, I do, but and around the if I'm working from home, I try to work with it unplugged because I just think it's probably better for the battery uh, to cycle it through. But most yeah. of the day, it's it, because it's running external monitors. It's it's plugged in, and when I do this, like for right now, I'm plugged in also. So yeah. I don't really 
Yeah, me too. During my work day, it's not a thing. I, I haven't. It's been yeah. a long time since I've cared about that. And coming coming from a 2012 MacBook Air, this machine gets, you know, more has definitely more battery life. Oh, that's good. To it, that's good. I'm glad to hear um, that. Yeah, you know, but that's but that's pre what Sandy Bridge because so I think it was the Sandy Bridge ones were the one were the ones that had significantly less power mm. uh, consumption in the airline. So I think mine was like the last of the the ones that did not get that had like traditional battery life of like five, five hours or so, you know, we're supposedly five hours, which I would usually get three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then like starting in 2013, they had new lower consumption processors in them. And so, so that's when they started, you know, saying eh, everything has 10, 10 hours of battery life, um, which I think is much more true in the, probably in the air. Yeah. Then it seems like maybe it is in this, you know, like if you got a new air today, I think it would get better better battery life than this MacBook Pro does. But um, I mean, so far, are you happy with your purchase? Yes. Oh, yes, definitely. Nice. Yeah, it's a really nice. I mean, it's you know, of course, it's it's built terrifically. Um, I really like the Touch Bar, and like I've said before on this show, I mean, I think it I think it maybe kind of is akin to the watch um, under Watch OS two, and you know, so it's not as bad as like one. Um, and, but it'll, it'll probably see like a huge bump when it goes to, you know, the next iteration. Once the, once the developers and everybody start to release. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. So, yeah. So that's part of it too. But I think there's also just, I think there's more configuration that could be done. Um, because I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think that maybe it would, it would be kind of cool if it were just a, like if I could make it a standard set of buttons. Right. Instead of, instead of app specific, like these are things that I want to do system wide frequently. Have you, and then I could have like 20 of them across the top. <laughs> and because, because right now you're constrained to four. You only control four. Um, other than, well, so there's, there's the app specific section, which takes up about two thirds or three quarters of the okay. bar. And then there's the control strip section that's collapsed to four buttons and you can, you can expand it and then it gives you all those things. I'm kind of thinking like that tap. I mean, maybe I could live without that tap and that stuff could be open all the time, but hmm. I don't know. I'm I go back and forth on that. But you use it. It sounds um, like you're using so, this touch bar thing. You're like, yeah. Oh yeah. I use it all the time. I use it all the time. Um, and I'm still playing around with it too. Like trying to figure out what some of the best configurations are and which buttons I want to use. Um, Ulysses is, is the uh, text editor that I use most of the time. And they just came out with an update that takes advantage of the, of the touch bar, which is nice. Except they don't they don't let you configure it yet. Okay, what what kind of stuff? So are, it's just like... they, they they take advantage of it, but they don't um, they don't have uh, any options. But you you can like there's certain features like, you know, justification or. Yeah. Uh, so I think like uh, let me let me take a look here. Is this? I'm gonna hit this button. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Do we need to take another break? Somewhere in there, I guess. <laughs> I hit that button. I thought it had something to do with Markdown because it was a star. Oh. Um, but I'm not even sure what that is. Um, and then there's like, you can, so it's kind of cool. You can pop up the stats about a, a document. Um, you can insert links and things like that. But it's, but one of the things that I really wished that they had given 
you was um, backward delete. Oh. Because I used to have uh, I used to have a um, on my old laptop like a hack in there to to change the right option key to backward delete. Oh yeah. Because I use that. I use that. I, I love using that. Like the forward Apple delete or whatever the fault. Yeah. Yeah, or no, yeah, is it forward? Yeah, forward delete, I like guess. Delete the letters in yeah, front right. of the cursor, not behind. Yes. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the opposite. It's the opposite. I call it backward delete because it's the opposite of delete. But, <laughs> even, but it does Makes go forward. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice text editor. You know, I've, I've, I think I looked at this at one point, um, but it looks really clean and nice. God, I looked at this forever because people, a lot of people were saying that they really liked it, and I was just like, I, and I was... I just I struggled with the file arrangement for a long time, and for some of the things didn't work for me that well. Oh, that was I know what it is. I made that a favorite. That's what that star is. Oh. Um, I'll take that off. Uh, and uh, and I wanted to really wanted to like it because I could tell that it was for years. I used I just used um, BB Edit to yeah. do everything. Yep. In. Um, and then uh, and the and the other thing that I had played with was. Uh, Scrivener, which is much more for uh, longer yeah. documents Project. need more organization. Yeah. And yeah, Cards. Like, you know, like if you're writing a novel, Scrivener is really the thing that you should write it in. And I could kind of tell that it was <clears throat> sort of in between those two things because it gave you a lot of ability to organize things in folders and, um, you know, you could, you could also take advantage of uh, iCloud and um, Dropbox and in different ways, you know, you could, you could put those collects those folders, uh, those services in the, the sidebar there and see. Oh, okay. In, nice. In them. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and I finally like a few, at least just like a couple versions ago, um, was like, okay, I'm going to really just like, I'm going to try to make this, I'm going to like stop using BB edit. Um, which is a great tool, it is. but it's, I still use you know, it. it's not really, I mean, it's much more for programming and, and, um, maybe web development and things like that. It's not, you know, it's not really for writing like I'm, like I'm using. That's not, that's not, it, you can use it that way, but it's not, that's not its primary function. Um, whereas Ulysses is much more for that. And, and, and also, you know, it just has the, um, the markdown stuff baked into it, which is nice. Are you okay there? You gotta take that. I'm not gonna take. Don't that. take it. I don't know who it is. It might be. It said no caller ID, and Hank has figured out how to do uh, how to block his uh, his number. So you did, what? <laughs> his caller ID. So it might have been him. Why would he do that to his father? Uh, that seems crazy. Because he's nuts. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> he's a teenager. So how did I get on the subject? Well, oh yeah. So so touch bar. it's nice. Yeah, it's nice that they have stuff in the touch bar, but it's not. Um, you know, it's very. It's very minimal at this point. It's just the set of it's just the set of things that they think that you might want. But you, you, there's no user customization for this app. There's no user customization. Like, yeah, I can't change these buttons at all. Um, Whereas in you know all the Apple stuff, you can you can configure which buttons are on the Touch Bar. I I use um, like I said, my laptop is docked, so I could not really use a Touch Bar at the times I would most need it. Um, and so I like in Final Cut, I'll just move around with the trackpad. Basically, that's that's why I have a trackpad yeah. is to move move the timeline around, uh, you know, scrub stuff. And um, 
I don't know. Like it's, it, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, the verdict's still out for me. Do you find that it's like indispensable or is it still kind of in the novelty phase? Um, I would say it's still kind of in the novelty phase. I mean, I think it makes a lot of things a lot easier, but, um, and I wouldn't want to go back. The other thing that I've done is like, I used to use a stand. I used to like when I was in my office, I would put my laptop on a stand and use uh, one of the older Apple keyboards and a mouse. And I don't, I don't do that anymore. I think I'm going to get an, uh, an external monitor and because I want to be able to use the touch bar. Right. Okay. Um, and they don't have a, <laughs> an external keyboard that has the touch can, bar. At least yet. Can that machine drive a 4k monitor? Um, I think it can, like right? one 4k um, monitor. I think so. If I remember correctly. So, okay. That's good to know. Cause I'm, I'm not sure if I can afford it. Right. <laughs> well, you wouldn't maybe out of my price range. Uh, Dell, I think makes one that's not too bad. I saw a developer who was running one. And of course he was like, you know, 23 years old. And so the, he had it set to like whatever the normal resolution is where everything's super tiny. And so we had uh-huh. this, this like console window up and you know, how in your console, when you're looking at like, uh, the, the console, uh, lines that come in, some of those can be crazy long and they wrap like, you know, or they don't wrap and you can't see. So you have to side scroll and he could have his, he had it all the way across. And it was like these giant strings of crazy console reporting. They were all one line you could, and you could read the whole line. It was crazy. But of course you needed to get like <laughs> two inches from the screen because the text was so small. But right, that right. he said that was, uh, I think, a $600 monitor. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah, still I too rich. Yeah, I see a few but, for around 400 or something. Yeah. I mean, it looks like some of these might be about 400 So, uh, on Amazon. Uh, is Apple doomed? I yeah. guess is the final question I have. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to ask. Yes. Yeah.